Breath Hub. Take a deep breath. Deep conversations are starting. Hello, welcome to Deep Conversations with Breath Hub by Nevsha. I have a great woman in front of me. So this time it's a different environment. <laughs> We're not sitting next to each other. Indeed. We're still sitting in front of each other. It's nice. It's a bit more challenging, huh? Because we're going to go deep and we're just facing each other. <laughs> so, as always, I'll let you introduce yourself and then we'll go deep. Thank you. So, my name is Jessie Lote and I am a breathing and well-being coach. So, I support people day to day with their breath work and general well-being just to help them improve their lives and just feel better in general. Yeah. So I know you more more work one-on-one -on -one, and I uh, also know you enjoy working with people privately. Yeah, right? I do. So I do, I work with people one-on-one -on -one because I think that it allows you to hold space for someone and for them to feel that safety mm. and that connection and that support that they might need. Um, I still work with people in group settings and in corporates, but I think one-to-one -one, you're able to, to really get to know the person yeah. you're working with. And, yeah. you know, when they can feel supported and held by you and you build that relationship, it allows openings and healings to a different level. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what I want to talk about today. I think people need that opening and need that space to really connect themselves. And I see more and more people, you know, you probably see the same thing, more and more people, it's on the news it's now everywhere with mental health problems mm. anxiety panic attack depression what would you suggest to someone listening to us who is in one of those situations like who have mental health problems who are who have depression problem anxiety panic attack and who would like to go more on a holistic way of healing themselves or you know releasing that energy What would you suggest them? Like, what would be the best start? Because I think people are having a hard time to start. Mm. You know, they don't know where to start. Like, shall I use a you know, meditation app? Shall I do that? Shall I go to yoga? How was your experience? Like, with your own experience, what would you suggest to someone who's having, you know, psychological problems? Not to say something like don't go to a psychologist or something. You know, mm. people could choose that as well. And there are more and more people who are choosing the holistic path who, you know, don't want to get prescriptive medicine and who want a more holistic and more natural approach what would you suggest to those people yeah absolutely and I think first of all it's great to recognize that more people are looking to go down the holistic route and mm. and explore those options I would say the first thing to do is just recognize where you're at and allow yourself to accept that because um, I think that more people are able to talk about their mental health now and talk that you know about struggles they may be having and know that they don't have to put on a brave face and carry on like everyone is because you don't fake it until you make it <laughs> stop it. faking it Th that's it you won't this, make it <laughs> this is it exactly so it's yeah. like uh, you know it's about taking care of yourself and the first step is to accept where you are and know that that's okay and be able to talk about that honestly and um, then reach out and get support And now whatever that looks like to you is going to be dependent on, you know, what you're drawn to. Because like you mentioned, there are so many ways to get that support now. 
So, you know, with meditation, some people are like, oh, I can't sit still and switch my mind off. I can't meditate. And I was like, meditation doesn't have to be sitting still. It can be a walking meditation. It can be a moving meditation of some sort. There's, you know, different types of ways to do that. Breathing meditation. Breathing meditation. <laughs> that's exactly it. So it's like, you know, all you can do is at first of all is pause and connect with your breath. And it's coming back to self. Because a lot of the time when we're starting to feel this, you know, when we're out of balance and this stress and the anxiety, it's because maybe we've become disconnected from ourselves. And, and maybe don't wait until things crash. Mm. Because I see that happening as well. Like yeah. they go on and on and on. I think understanding that if you don't take time to connect with yourself, to face yourself and check in, you know, like it's as if how I see this, it's as if you just leave your house and don't do any cleaning. Yeah. And then the left is the house is left is you know left like that with the dishes and everything mm. like you know dirty and then you go on and on and on doing the same thing and don't do any cleaning it's the same thing with us it's like you keep on thinking and thinking and thinking you keep on running and running and running you keep on staying in action the whole time you don't stop to just clear and clean and mm. you know to just connect with that you know mellow or you know, you stay in the shallow and you don't connect with that, you know, deep, intuitive side of you and then things crash. And yeah, until you're forced to because you have to. And that's exactly what happened to me. You know, people get close to burnout or they reach burnout and the overwhelm becomes too much. And I found that's what happened to me because I, I, you know, many years ago when I was working in corporate, I was thinking, oh, well, no one else is, you know, having problems. No one else is struggling. I just need to carry on. You know, I can get through this, all this responsibility. I've got to do it. It's part of my job. And I've got to do this and I've got to do this rather than saying, whoa, it's too much. And even when I did reach out and say, oh, you know, I need a bit of support. They're like, oh, we haven't got support. You've got to carry on. And so I did rather than listening to myself. And so it got mm. to the point that it started to affect my health. And I was starting to feel unwell. I wasn't sleeping properly. I wasn't taking care of myself. It was affecting my relationships. And that's when it was like, okay, something has to change. And that's when I took that time out to reassess. And I actually stepped away from the corporate world and took a break. I want to, before that, I want to stay there. Yeah. Because if there is anybody who's listening, who hasn't, you know, take to take the time, who hasn't taken the time to stop and go within or do meditation or whatever, or who, who don't understand the importance of mm. it or who is kind of like about to crash but don't know about it, like, you know, your experience, my experience. I think the first thing maybe to tell those people is that we all are in that, like we all have been in that state. Like it's not just you yeah. who's experiencing, the mm -hmm. others as well, but some people fake it better than the others That's some it. people don't and i think it's very important to kind of like sense what's happening before it's happening so mm -hmm. what would you tell about like what are the clues because if you asked me the clue was kind of like this emptiness this void inside of me mm -hmm. and then it changed so my story is a bit alike i was someone who did not ever stop. Mm. So in my 20s, until I was probably like 24, 25, stopping was weird, you know, like sitting and stopping. I thought I was missing something. You know that, like in your 20s, you're like, I have to be there, you know, I have to go there, I have to, you know, this yeah. whole action, action, action and sports and this. And literally I was feeling this void. And when I was alone, I would literally 
sense kind of like a vibration of ah you know Gosh, like that yeah. was the sign for me maybe if we can give people some clues about the signs what what's happening before the crash maybe we can you know lead them into meditation or breath work before they crash what do you think are the clues like my clue was an empty void yeah. like if you're feeling an emptiness and you don't feel satisfied you know you're about to crash yeah. <laughs> you know just you need to stop and you need to go within or if you like me hear a vibration especially before you go to sleep or when you wake up or during the day you know when you're around with people like what used to happen to me was when I was around people at one point I would be like ah! you know I want to yeah. just get out yeah you know it was too much and that was like literally a vibration of scream inside of me mm. and then after I started breath work after I started deeply connecting with myself I realized that it was a real scream from my inner self yeah so what was out. what was the clues you experienced and what clues can we give to our listeners so I had no idea how to be still and do nothing so when you talk about always doing something and, and being busy for me I didn't know what stillness was. I always had to be doing something. And if I wasn't doing something, even when I was physically sitting still, my mind was racing. I was constantly thinking about something that had happened or something that was going to happen. I couldn't switch off. This is also impacting my sleep. So I couldn't sleep properly. So one sign, not yeah. sleeping properly. Yeah. yeah one sign, <laughs> sign of something is wrong. Something is wrong. And so that then impacted me in other ways. Like I would have difficulty in making decisions. I would be second guessing myself all the time rather than being confident. And yeah, sure. a great second sign. Yeah. Like if you're finding it hard to make decisions. Yeah, absolutely. And then it was impacting my relationships. So I found I was tense and stressed. So with people I was close to and even colleagues, you know, I'd be short or snappy. And, you know, it's almost like the joy had, had been missing mm. from my life. And it had happened so slowly, I wasn't really aware yeah, of and it. And the third clue, relationships. Mm. And uh, I think fourth is joy missing, like fulfillment and joy missing. And you're kind of like, eh. Yeah, it's like... When was the last time I just relaxed and had some fun? I was laughing without thinking about things or, you know, having to do this and feeling a pressure or a responsibility. So um, maybe the fifth is disconnecting from yeah. the person you were when you were a child. Because when we're a child, we have a more functional breathing. We're more, you know, natural, mm -hmm. and, you know, we're healthier and yeah, we're more connected with ourselves. And then eventually we disconnect well that's exactly yeah. it being disconnected from self and i found it in the sense i was disconnected from my body so i was living in my head so you know it's like my head was walking around and my body was following me it's almost like you know i had to 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 reconnect with myself in some way to then listen to the the, the whispers and you know the screams in your case that that were there and listen what is this telling me i need to slow down my body needs something else you know i can't sleep and I'm not able to communicate with the people I love very well. Yeah. So this is not a good thing. So I think if you don't hear that scream, that's like in all of us, I think there is kind of like a scream in, in, in ourselves. If you don't hear that scream, then you start having physical symptoms. Mm, yes. You're then not your listening. body starts reacting to it. You know, I believe all of the physical symptoms are just good signs. They're not bad. They're just signs. Our body is trying to 
you know, wake up, you know. Yeah, little Just messages. Just take care of myself. Take care of yourself. Yeah. You're on the wrong path. Yeah, it's like our little inner guide saying, you know, yeah. it's, it's and what I like to believe it's our intuition. It's our inner knowing. The body's never wrong. The body's never wrong, but we don't listen to it or we don't trust it. You know, if we do hear it, we're like, oh, no, I've got to carry on. And we dismiss it. We don't listen. We don't trust it. So we then start to lose that trust in ourselves, which then reinforces the disconnection. So, yeah. it's, you know, we're moving further and further away from ourselves rather than stopping and going, okay, how can I support myself with this? What will help me sleep a little more? What will help me rebuild those relationships? What will help me support myself and bring more joy back? And for me, I had to physically take myself out of a situation for a while mm. and be in nature and reconnect with nature, have my feet on the ground and start to reconnect with things that did bring me joy, my passions. And, you know, I look back and it's like I started to live life again. Because I had got into a routine where I was just working, going home, working, going home. And like, that's all my life was, you know, that was my cycle. And no wonder it wasn't bringing me any joy because I wasn't looking after myself and feeding my passions, like doing things yeah. to make me happy. And it's like, where was the balance? There was none. So if there was no balance in my life, it's reflecting what's going on within me. Yeah, I think that's a, what you said is a good start. I mean, especially for people who would like to take the first step. Maybe just taking a few minutes, just a few minutes a day mm -hmm. to think about what do I love the most? What do I love doing? Like what would I like my life to become? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, what do I enjoy do doing? What would give me more joy? Or what would, you know, give me more fulfillment, more pleasure? You know, how would I feel more alive? And start writing about those. Yes. You know? say and then and then start Absolutely. looking at those like how can you live a life aligned with those like those are your values those are who you are yes. you know yes. and that's yeah I think that's kind of like sitting in the heart of healing the mm -hmm. healing process so if some if anybody would ask me like what's the basic rule of healing it's you would probably say the same thing going back to our roots mm -hmm. that's why we started breath work that's why we started meditation or that's how we got back to our roots from where we were. It's always coming back to self. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like remembering who you truly are inside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I sometimes tell to my students, you know, who you are before the world started telling you who you were yes. or who you should be, you yes. know. And it's such a process because of the world we are in and people get conditioned the whole time, especially the media, what's talked about what's taught to the masses mm. uh, would you also kind of like I'm trying to find formulas so people could you know um, could uh, take a step uh, would you say something like because I would that I'm gonna ask you the same thing would you say something like if you want to go back to your roots and if you want to start your healing process stop watching videos and news or whatever the masses watch mm -hmm. or stop reading you know things masses read mm -hmm. because it's like if it's to the masses it's always going to be polarized and sensational i was in the news business many years ago tv oh, wow. business and news business Amazing. so i know how how the news are written so mm -hmm. it's like the more sensational the more polarized it gets yeah. the more it is read by the masses so the masses are not 
interested in balance or wisdom or truth. You know, they're more interested in wow and rah rah and that's wah, it. you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just beware of that and just because that's that that's gonna lead to a conditioning, that's gonna lead to a fantasy. It's like people think in the news somebody's bad and evil and in the other news somebody is nice and angelic and there's no mm -hmm. such thing like that. Well, this is it. I 100% agree with you. And I feel like the news, it's, it's almost, you know, the information that's coming through for us is what they want us to know, you know, what's being reported to us. And then if we're watching the news and it's repeated on, a, a, you know, several times a day and we're constantly receiving that information in, it's reinforcing the same information to us. So I personally have stopped watching the news and reading anything for about six years now. Um, and not to say that I'm ignorant to it, I still get my news, but I choose when I want to listen to it or, you know, read about it. It's not that I have it on all the time and I'm receiving that information all of the time. I don't get updates on my phone or anything like that. So it's about taking back that control of it. I completely agree with you. You know, if you want to know something, choose to go and read about that or, or learn about that. But don't have that information coming in all the time because... That's the other thing that's happening right now, that, that we're overwhelmed with things coming in, particularly over the last two years and everything's yeah. online. You know, we're accessible all the time as well. So we've got information coming in. Yeah, maybe us. saying also, even saying something like that, making a statement like if everybody's speaking about the same thing, there's something wrong about it. Mm. <laughs> if masses are speaking about one thing as if it's the truth, just, you know beware and just check that and do your research yes yeah i think what leads people into into health issues uh, are mainly like conditioning you know, of the mind i mean especially like the polarized thoughts people have and the conditioning comes from uh, the polarized news and you know the news on the channel, I mean, the masses. So I'm kind of like at the edge, but I, because I don't even remember when I watched news or stuff for the masses, it's mm. been like forever now. Yeah. And I made a conscious decision if I'm going to like you, you know, if I'm going to learn about something, mm -hmm. I will read it in several different, yes. you know, places and then research about it. I think the problem is people believing the first thing they hear, mm -hmm. you yes. know, it's like, thinking if everybody's speaking about it, it must be true. Yeah. How do you know, you know? It's allowing yourself to make your own mind up. Yeah, and the reason we're research. talking about this is because what you, you become what you believe in. Mm. You know, maybe people are wondering, why the heck are <laughs> they talking about what we are watching? Yeah. But the thing is, we become what we believe in. We become what we listen to. We become and act according to what we are conditioned. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like this whole programming happening i don't know if our listeners are seeing that but i see it obviously mm -hmm. there is this programming happening over and over again as if we are computers and we're getting programmed and there are some you know i don't know if you watched the netflix series lost in space if you haven't watch it no. but watch it as if there are robots yeah. and there are people you know are lost in space and there are the good ro good robots just one and then there are the robots and the robots the bad ones are programmed and they are sick mm -hmm. and that's why they are trying to kill humans. But then there is one good robot which is free. So right. if you watch the whole series on, you know, just looking at it on what's happening 
around the world right now, like millions of people being programmed, like these robots trying to kill, 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 and ah, aggressive and sick and anxious or whatever. And there are those who free themselves from the programming and who are healthy and sane. Mm. So it's why we're talking about this is because, because if you're programmed, you're insane. You're programmed to become insane. So if you want sanity, you need to move out of the programming. And I think breath work is one of the most powerful tools yes. to move us beyond the programming and just, you know, just clear out the whole programming. Open everything up. I it's would like to now yes. come to that. What would you like to say about that? Like, how does breath work just kill the whole program <laughs> and smash it, it out? Like, <laughs> It's about unlearning, yeah. right? It's unlearning everything. Like you've talked about the conditioning from when we're little, you know, grown up and everything that's, that comes from outside and society and expectations that we have, everything we've learned over the years that, that defines who we are to a certain extent. So when you can come back to yourself and connect with your breath, it's about connecting with that inner knowing, that inner self again. And it is undoing and unlearning all of that. It's an opening to who you really are and allowing yourself to connect with that so it takes a while maybe for some to, to practice it's I think it's like any kind of muscle that you're training to keep practicing keep going with it because it will continue to open up and strengthen that inner connection and that intuition and just who you are and that's where it's unlearning and it's almost like your eyes open and you're like Oh wow! Yeah, okay. as, as you say this, I have I have a vision in my in my mind. I don't know if you've seen it was, it was in the social media. I saw it in the social media as well. There is this picture of a lady coming out of a huge rock, cracking the rock, and wow, yeah. you know. <laughs> so isn't breathwork experience just like that? Especially the first yes. few sessions, it's oh like my you're gosh. in this inside the rock you don't even know about your conditioning yeah. and then with life force energy because it's mm. pure life it's the most natural thing we can connect with yeah. the rock cracks and you're like i'm that free again is exactly it and i uh, have experienced it like it takes me yeah, right me back to that yeah. it's like the first time i was like wow i was like i have never connected with a stillness like this before and i'm like how can i feel like this from breathing and that's what first got me, you know, curious. And the more I did it, the more openings. And like, it, I love this vision of this woman coming out of the rock and yeah. like going, yes. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's like releasing that shell, releasing that conditioning. Shell, yeah. Yes. Getting out of your shell. That's actually, good. And just, kind of like a... yeah, being free. And, you know, that's the first time I think I felt really grounded in who I am. And it's almost like I just felt this stillness and this peace and this confidence in, ah. Oh, this is who I am. This feels good. And it's like almost like that. It's like the, the peace that just came over me. And I was like, right, I have to know more about this and I have to share it. And like that was the moment I decided to, to train in breath work and, yeah. you know, share this with as many people as possible. Yeah. Well, one more question, uh, because that's what I experienced. And some, sometimes I ask it to teachers and my students. Mm. Do you realize you also changed genetically, like how, like how you looked and like how I looked in my 20s is very different than how I look now. Not like I'm aging, yeah. but like my features and like literally how I like my face was more, much more stressed and I could mm. feel it like this, you know, in my jaw. When I look at my pictures in my 20s, I'm younger, but my energy is lower and yeah. I'm you not know, this. 
you know, mm-hmm. you, you can feel that small and stressed. And now, it, I look at my pictures now, even though I'm getting older, maybe it's me, but I look more shining yes. and happy. And that, like my whole face changed. Yeah. And I can see that in my students as well, mm-hmm. or anyone who practices breath work. Mm-hmm. I can even see it in people who uses breath up every day. Yes. Like they send us some pictures, like some people healed their eczema, like their skin problems. Some people healed their asthma, just doing breath work by themselves. That's like almost, I mean, as a teacher, it's kind of like if you told me that five years ago before we have built the app, I would be like, don't be ridiculous. You know, it's (laughs) impossible. It is possible, you know. It is. And they sent me some pictures of how their skin looked, how their faces looked. That's just five months ago. Yeah, amazing. You know, how, how so did true. that, how does, uh, did that happen for you? Yeah, yeah, it actually so, really did. But I didn't believe it straight away. People were telling me and I was like, really, really? And it's only when I really believed changed. it. And then, like you said, looking back, I'm like, oh, yeah, OK. And I feel it in myself. But it's I've, I first heard it from other people They're saying, oh, my gosh, you look really well. Or you're like glowing and you look really well. I was like, really? Really? Your face looks different. Your face looks different. Some yeah. Yeah, people have actually said that and like, really? And it's the more I would do it. And then I really like owned that. And I was like, it's true. And I look back now and I do I completely agree with you. And it is, like you said, that daily practice as well. Like if you can incorporate this, even if it's a couple of minutes of connecting to yourself, connecting to your breath every day, that yeah. is where you're going to see the real change. Because yeah. yes, you can go and have these sessions and attend classes and they will be powerful and you will feel amazing and it will support you. But you're going to see the real life changes if you can build that into your day to day. Yeah, every day. That. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just and five just minutes, ten minutes. minutes, just use one of the sessions, practice one session mm-hmm. after another. Yeah. Yeah, yes. and people are sometimes make jokes about it. I, people are using all these skin products and this and that, and mm-hmm. and then some women are asking, "What are you using for your skin?" Yes. I'm like, <laughs> I couldn't care less. <laughs> I'm just breathing. Yes. If if uh, yeah, if women knew about it, like if women knew just by daily five minute, ten minute breath work, mm-hmm. just because they have more oxygen in the cells, the cells regenerate faster. How you know? how their skin would change, I think yeah. we'll, we, we, we would have millions of people. That's it. Exactly. We need to get the, the word out there. Just, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's true. One day we will. I mean, yeah. Magazines are after that. It's going to happen. <laughs> I see it. It's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. One last question. It's been a hell of a ride yes. with you. Yeah, thank you for the conversation. So one last question. Uh, what would be the one thing you would love humans to know and understand before you die oh wow (laughs) what a question (laughs) the Mm. one thing that i would want humans to know and understand before i die Mm. and one thing you would like to see them get you know wow humans got this yeah i guess that like this life is here for living like to be present with yourself and really live your life the best way you can for you. Because I've experienced it myself and I see it a lot of the time. People get caught up in things they should be doing or that they have to do and society expects or family expects or whoever expects. And, you know, forget about living life and enjoying life and participating in life and showing up every day for themselves. And that starts with being really present and 
it's going to come back again to yes connecting with your yeah, breath yeah. but connecting with yourself yeah. so about allowing yourself to be really present and showing up for yourself in the best way that you can every day participate in life show up and be yourself as much as you can every single day yeah i agree mm. yeah i think we have a, we all i mean i believe we all have a mission to fulfill mm -hmm. and i think this one question serves to that mission mm. because it's like when you ask someone what would you like to see happening before you die it's kind of like what's your mission in this lifetime because mm. we don't want to you know see the same thing we all have our thing and what you're saying is as actually as simple as You know, I would like to see more humans or human humans understand that the best life is a life lived according to your rules, mm -hmm. not yeah. the world's rules, like yes. according to your thing, you know, what you want, what your hearts want, what mm -hmm. your heart wants, not what others want. And it sounds simple, but it's the hardest thing in life. Yeah. Like I think for humans, it's the hardest lesson because we are so conditioned, especially in the century. It is the hardest lesson. It's the last step of, I think it's the kind of like the highest level of consciousness as well. Mm -hmm. To step out and live your life the yeah. way you want it. It's, it's big. It is. It's you know? okay to follow your heart. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Know that it's okay to follow that. your heart because yeah. we get caught in our head. So yeah. come back to your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. This Beautiful. was great. Thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Thank you all for listening and I'll see you and <laughs> in the next episode. Thank see you. <laughs> it's fine. They, they get used to my <laughs> foolishness. No, it's when perfect. I do it again or mm -hmm. you're... Yeah. I think it's better foolish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quite